is Free Talk Live, where you're invited to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is on your mind. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to weigh in. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And coming up, we're going to be talking about the Bitcoin senator, whose name I've already forgotten. Uh, For those who don't know, Wyoming recently opened up its banking system. I don't know exactly what it did. A few years ago now. It became much more friendly to cryptocurrency. And as a result of that, Kraken and a few other cryptocurrency exchanges have been attempting to open up banks in the state of Wyoming, and they're running into some issues there with the Federal Reserve System, as one might expect. The Department of Justice is also creating a new domestic terrorism task force, and don't worry, I'm sure this is totally unrelated to the guerrilla warfare drills they're conducting in North Carolina, where the military is fighting, quote, freedom fighters. Mm -hmm. Totally unrelated, I'm sure. Also, an Israeli... Zionist military dolphin or something that was humorous and interesting so I really want to get into it at some point tonight but Conan you have something about I've been calling it mass delusional psychosis and I think the last time we talked about it that was how we referred to it but you're saying that's a misnomer and it shouldn't even be referred to it the uh, the trailblazer the guy who really coined this term in recent in recent times um, last fall really uh, he he has dropped psychosis. I'm not sure why psychosis is basically the believing believing in falsehoods, believing in something that isn't there. Which is I don't know. It kind of works with that kind of kind of works with it. But uh, he stopped using it. He dropped it. He says it doesn't work. Uh, so I'm just going to call it what it is: mass formation. And unless you've been living under a rock for the past two weeks, this is this is the new hot topic. It really blew up. Uh, thanks to uh, Dr. Robert Malone on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is a which is a good listen. I have problems with the guy, and, See, we, and, we, and we can and we can get to that. But uh, he's the guy who really because he's because he he did a really it was a it's a terrific interview, and uh, and Rogan has a huge audience, and he and, does good interviews, and he and he explained it in such a way that uh, it, he he he's, it, it's it's good, it's good sound bites. It's nice, small, easy to digest, and the people. It makes sense to a lot of people who are trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with people these days. Well, there's quite a lot wrong with people these days, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, and and I'm going to get to why I don't like Robert Malone. And And he's the guy who was on the Rogan show talking, who coined the term mass formation, as you put it. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He supposedly he had a a huge hand in the help of creating mRNA uh, technology. Which I also don't care much for. He's a he is a vaccine guy. He's an mRNA guy, um, and he and he and he's worked for the and, government. And just like Musk, he gets all of his money from government grants. That's that's his, right. that's his that's his whole paycheck. Hey, he works for them. Oh, yeah, he's also he's a I think he's a professor as well. So he he gets school school funding. But you know how you know where that money comes from as well. I don't like the guy, but so he's not coming out and pointing out that hey, this whole COVID nineteen hysteria it appears to be mass delusional psychosis. He's saying the opposite. No, he I don't like uh, where he went with it. But let's okay. talk about calling what, it mass formation psychosis. Just to be clear, yeah, correct. When we talked about this back in August, I think uh, we were going straight to just just. Uh, uh, societal delusion, which is which is what it looks like, but what it really is, according to uh, according to some of these psychologists, it's mass hypnosis. 
And okay, I can see why they would call it that. A, lo- a lot of the naysayers and a lot of the people who don't understand what this is, including myself on a certain level, you know, uh, Dunning Kruger. Uh, a lot of people blame Hitler types, Stalin types, Fauci's, Trumps uh, for hypnotizing the masses. That's wrong. That's not how it works at all. The Stalins and the Trumps and the and the Fauci's, they are as well. They are they are themselves hypnotized. Part of the, the formation themselves, they just happen to be the most charismatic, uh, thoughtful speakers. And the and the and the the, the crowds, the 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 mob, uh, basically uh, raises them up on a pedestal because they just I don't they had the they they are the most charismatic. They so, are actually hypnotized themselves. They're not Trump is not hypnotizing his his trumpers. Who would be directing and organizing the hypnotism then, or is it just something that spontaneously? is created by society that's where we want to that's where we that's the conversation we need to go with because uh we could say that there's some secret cabal somewhere who's actually who understands mass formation and are actually pulling strings making this happen because they know how to uh to to coerce the masses or it's just natural which i think that it is the question is the question is it doesn't went because this leads to totalitarianism this leads to look uh look at the rise of the soviet union First, there was the wealthy. Get them out of here. Then it was the farmers and the bankers and the merchants. Get them out of here. Then it was the Jews. And finally, they started eating their own. Uh, uh, hello, woke woke uh, uh, community out there, eating your own every single day. Uh, it, th- this, this, is, this is not good. I, I say it's natural, but, it's, but in the long run, it's not good because they eat themselves. It's like, a, it's, like, it's like cancer. Mass formation doesn't. Unless you can wake these people up, unless you can wake them up from their, hypnoti- their hypnosis. Yeah, but you can't do that. It, it's impossible. I tried that in 2016 with the clown sightings that are just this all over again. <laughs> right now, the, the, our voices, until they put us up against the wall and get rid of us, which is, is going to be their end game. I mean, they, they, they did that to some of us like 10 months ago. Th- they just happened to let us out afterward. It, it, it could happen again. In fact, you know what? It's going to happen again. Thanks, Conan. <laughs> um, but no, uh, we have we have to keep we have to we have to be that voice. We have to be that alarm clock that is keeping these people from going into coma, coma comatose. Uh, as long as we, as long as there are dissenting voices, that twenty five thirty percent, because it's really only about thirty percent of the people who are completely hypnotized, hmm. and you got about twenty five thirty five percent thirty percent who are. Who are the who are, are, are awake, red pilled? Who are not going along with the show? And of course, you had the forty percent of people who are just going along to get to along. Get along. Uh, I just want to interrupt here because I don't agree that this is something that just happens on its own. I mean, if you look into uh, Bonnie and I like to read like esoteric stuff, okay, and you look into start looking into esoteric teachings, and a lot of this stuff is all about creating sort of this elite class that knows how to manipulate people there absolutely are people that out there that understand what works to control people and they are utilizing those techniques very effectively and it goes beyond just you know running the government schools uh so i think that this is absolutely something that some some group of people is is working on and putting out there and and maybe fauci is part of it or maybe he is a a victim of it too i'd lean more towards that he knows exactly what he's doing I this think, man is evil i think fauci knows what he's doing i think that bill gates probably doesn't i think he i think he's a believer 
I think Al Gore is a car salesman and he knows what he's doing and he doesn't believe it. Bill Gates is way too high echelon to not know what he's up to. Isn't he Bill invested is, with Fauci? Bill Gates is a, a useful idiot. I don't think he knows. He's just, he's just a complete bozo nerd. I don't think he knows what's going on. I think his wife knows some things, which is probably why she got out of there. Hmm. But... Um, I don't. I think Fauci isn't Bill Gates on board with like depopulating the world or whatever. Yeah, but he? but that's but I think he's got people above him that are that are leading mm-hmm. him along. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he but he believes in that. He believes that the pot, that there's too many people on this earth that are ruining ruining it, and the only option is utopia. We got to get rid of these people, sterilize them it, uh, with, I mean, through, through vaccines or through uh, controlling the food supply and just not feeding them up and let them starve to death. I mean, he's got ideas. Bill Gates aside, because he certainly does have ideas, uh, to come back to the question of whether or not it's natural or you know whether or not there's a group of people exploiting it, I have a difficult time believing that a human being can be so evil that they're you know knowingly, intentionally, deliberately directing people to destroy themselves and each other. Well, they may not believe that they're evil, right? Like uh, Bill Gates believes that for the good of the earth, people need to be reduced. So from his perspective, it's he's doing good. He's he's, he's doing us a favor. I mean, yeah. it, what are we what are we going to uh, over you know, another couple of billion, and then there's not enough food, to, and then we all starve to death? Are we, are we you know go to war with each other over over material over uh, you know resources? He's probably he's probably thinks he's doing us a favor. I believe that. Yeah, a lot of these people are delusional like that. Al okay, Gore, that's a fair point. Al Gore knows what he's doing. He's a liar. Bill Gates, well, he I think he's the a internet. I think he's so a- you got to cut up some slack, right? <laughs> uh, thanks, Gore. Yeah, what I are your thoughts internet. on mass formation? We're going to dig the- deeper into it when we get back. Coming up also tonight, we're going to be talking about the Bitcoin banks and the Department of Justice. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where you are invited to join us. Weigh in with your thoughts and opinions. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to do that. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. Talking about, I'm going to keep calling it mass delusional psychosis because that's what I've called it for the last 18 months or however long it's been since I first heard the term. I was like, hey, that makes perfect sense. But you're saying that it's actually supposed to be called mass mass formation. Mass. So it's a, so it's a a group that have all come together with you know uh, with ideals with a with a with a plan. They're forming they're, around they're, a leader, right? Like a no, 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 no. See, that's where you, that's where a lot of people keep. That's what I was trying to say in the last segment. It's not about a leader. The leader happens. Mm-hmm. A leader is part of the solution. But it's not. That's not really it. There's. It's a. They're trying to solve. There's an object. There's. A, there's something to solve. There's something to bring them together to work on a heroic effort to to solve a problem. And you could. But and, what if the problem isn't real? Exactly. See, if that's where we come into the, with the puppet masters, maybe someone has created something for us to to conquer. And I'm not saying COVID-19 isn't real. As far as I can tell, having had it and lost my sense of smell and taste for like seven weeks, COVID-19 appears to be real. Yep. But the threat from COVID-19 has been tremendously overblown for more than two years. Yep. Absolutely. And by the way, I did get it. I think. I got sick. I got when, sick. When? Recently? No, uh, uh, early, mid-December. Oh, okay. Knocked me That's right recent. off. Knocked me on my ass. 
It was, I had a cold for like three days recently. And the biggest one was, and I'm noticing this a lot in the last couple of months, people who've been getting it recently, the one thing that they had in common was they said that they were just tired. Mm-hmm. They would and they would be awake. They would, I, I was like I was, the flu. I still went to work. It I, sounds like the flu. I, I worked. I worked the whole time. By the way, I I wasn't around people. I mm-hmm. just you know I go pick my 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 mail up and go to work. Um, so I felt safe. But then I would come home and it would just I was sleeping twelve hours a day, and I would wake up. I would feel all right. I would have the, I had the sniffles and I had a, oh, I had a really bad cough, just like a just horrible, just coughing constantly. But uh, yeah, two straight weeks of of twelve hours a day, just just sleeping sleeping it away. It was just the weirdest thing. It's I'm, I'm going to say it's the worst sickness I've ever had. Hmm. By the way, the, the the before that, the worst sickness I ever had, boot camp. That's when they jacked me up full of like you know twelve shots, and you, I'm living with people all over the country. So I'm like that was, and I was sick for two months. Hmm. Um, so this was this is this is taking the cake. This was the this is the that was the worst sickness it's, I've it ever. It sounds had. like the flu. Like it right before the pandemic quote started in 2020 or whatever year it was, I caught a flu that lasted for several weeks and it was miserable. The sickest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, but it was still just a flu. Well, this is but you know like 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 I said, I I had the sniffles, I had a cough, and that wasn't really a problem. It was the tiredness, and so that was that was new to me. I had never I had never been that tired for two weeks straight. So Mm -hmm. that was new. Now I can say this: there's only two people in my office who are unvaccinated everyone all the other girl the girls are all vaccinated sure this guy the other unvaccinated guy got sick the exact same day he took two weeks off he was he was gone he was out of he and it was exact same symptoms hmm. so do you think being vaccinated kept those employees i'm just saying being sick i'm just saying but uh, before that the other the other person who had not been vaccinated yet she got pneumonia she was out for two weeks so i'm thinking i don't know i don't i'm just i'm just saying um, well, as I understand it, the Omicron variant doesn't really have the same symptoms as previous strains of COVID nineteen. A lot of people aren't even losing their sense of smell or taste. Yeah. So it's just it just appears to be a cold. It's just supposedly it's just more contagious. And they're calling they the symptoms, um, the sickness from it, milder mm-hmm. than previous ones when the previous symptoms were also pretty mild. And yet you still got countries locking down you still have communities like our very own stupid city councils here in Keene, uh with this <laughs> yeah. with their going right back to mask mandates because they worked so well the first time mm-hmm. um it's there's I, a lot I don't, of less I don't even i don't even know now. we're in a, we're, we're, this is like the third year we're in our third year there's by the way less way less compliance on this mask mandate oh absolutely uh, i'm walking around I, I i'm shopping no one's no one's even looking at me strange well, that's because, as I understand it, this time the the penalties, if they ever were going to be any, are actually on the person not wearing the mask. Absolutely, and they and that was a last minute decision. I don't know which counselor brought that up, but mm-hmm. I was like, because I before uh, penalties were imposed on, on the, the business, on owner. the business, which, which is so screwed up. Which is which is bad. Which is why I was so upset because I don't want to go into my favorite restaurant or my favorite store and get my get my people in in trouble. Right. So that's why I had a problem with it last year with the stupid mandate last year. This year, it's on the individual, which I'm all in favor of because I don't mind going to jail for something stupid like this. Well, they're not going to take you to jail over something stupid like no, this. No, they're not because our our, our, our our very own uh, Keen Police Lieutenant came uh, right out and said, I'm not Short. enforcing this. Yeah, yeah, made a big stir over that. This actually. is this is ridiculous. I'm not wasting my 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 energy on this nonsense. And he was just saying what a lot of the other keen police agree with. Yeah. So, 
Um, oh, by the way, I was in a uh, local bar on Saturday. We went there after the show. We're doing. A, we're going to a local uh, establishment. I think I, I can say who it is because she's out on Front Street now. Uh, Dory, the owner of the Poor House, which is right down in the Central Square area of Keene, has put on her door a humongous sign that says "Masks Not Required." And nice. she used to in the last time around. She was just quietly against masks and just wasn't doing much to enforce it. Now she's straight up on, yeah. uh, you know, on Front Street. And so we said the, you know, the activists in the area said, all right, well, we got to start an event at her at her place and you know start bringing her some business. Place was packed on Saturday night. Good. good. Not a single mask in the place. Good. That's awesome. I don't think yeah. I saw very many when I went to the bar Sunday. Night. I went to a completely different bar and. Mm-hmm. Almost no masks in sight. I don't think the bartenders were wearing any. Nope. I wasn't wearing one. Staff wasn't wearing them. Yeah. Customers weren't wearing them. Yeah, you know, the folks can only take so much. Mm-hmm. There are more and more people who are waking up every day and they're like, this is got to end. This is nonsense. This doesn't make sense anymore. I'm breaking out of this mass formation. I don't believe your science anymore because your science is nothing but dogma. It doesn't It, it doesn't add up. Your two plus two is doesn't equal five. I'm sorry. I am waking up. I don't up. think it's that. Yes, it, that's what mass formation is. You got no, people who who believe who, people are who waking believe up, in though. bad science. People aren't waking up though. They're just. Dory woke up. She was quiet. No, she was no, quiet she about. She was last against masks all along. She just wasn't willing to pay the price of getting a fine to take a stand back then. And now, the, now her ex isn't the one on the grinder, and she's finally willing to take a stand. That's not waking up. I that's don't know. that's suddenly she doesn't have to worry about consequences of taking a stand. Possibly could be. And I think with a lot better of these, late than never. I guess so, but I mean, if there's no consequence for her doing it, there could still be the consequence of public shame. There could True. still be the consequence oh, of but losing but business. But she's used to that, though. She's she's, she a, is. she's a she's a queen. She's, she's a been drama the center queen. of controversy before, so she knows what that's like. Uh, but also, she knew she was safe doing it because she knows her customer base. She knows her business isn't pandering to the wussy liberal crowd in Keene, right? At the, at like the co-op. Yeah, she's her business is is going towards the you know the drinkers. Right? Right, like the the good old boys, the the people that just want to hang out. It's it's you know bar. It's a little bit too far away from the campus, so there's there's some younger people in there, but it's not a college bar as much as okay. the ones that are closer to the college. Uh, she's got the you know the townies uh, that are coming to drink, and these people she knows they don't want to wear damn masks, so she felt pretty safe about it. Mm. I think. Well, it is better that she's you know not enforcing the mandate at the very least, and she's getting into crypto too. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did they set her up with any pay? Uh, I don't know who they is, but not yet. yet. (laughs) 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class.
It's Free Talk Live, where you're welcome to weigh in, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. Again, that number is 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria Conan and Ian, and our friend and longtime co-host of the show, Nobody, uh, apparently on court listener, has filed a motion to amend his conditions to allow contact with myself and Ian and to actually be here on the air, but for the time being... He's not allowed to be on the air, so Bonnie has been going through finding, you know, different things he said in the past and compiling them together so that, you know, he can still get his opinions and his thoughts out there without actually making public statements. And tonight's is, it, it perfectly Enca- encapsulates the, the keen libertarian essence. I'm just a nobody who wants to live and be free. But they won't leave me alone, so I'm going to go and bust their balls. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the yep. most keen libertarian thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And that, that's it exactly. You know, they're not going to leave us alone, so we're going to be. We're going to. Which one is? I, I'm blanking on it. Never mind. So, the the roadrunner screwing with the the, with the coyote. The wily yeah, coyote. That's it. Yeah, that's not right either. So I'm blanking on it. I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, it's okay. It is. But we're talking about mass formation psychosis or mass. Mass formation. That's what they call it. What is mass formation? Mass formation, also known as mob or crowd psychology, is the study of how individual behavior is influenced by a large group of people. This branch of social psychology has been studied by Sigmund Freud, Floyd Allport, Gustave Le Bon, and many others. It is suggested by Gustave Le Bon that the masses go through three main stages as part of what is considered to be mass hypnosis. Submergence, a phase characterized by losing individual identity, which is similar to the concept of the individualization that was introduced by uh, Festinger and his colleagues in 1952. De-individuation theory explains that being in a crowd lessens personal identity, guilt, self-evaluation, empathy and other individual morality related behaviors that's why we see people being really violent when they get into crowds lynching yeah yeah exactly whereas an individual on his own has to be responsible for his actions and they don't whereas whereas if you're in a mob it doesn't who, who threw that rock through my window you can't tell, number one, but secondly, the individual in those circumstances gets, uh, you know, believes that they're not as responsible because, oh, well, the, we all did it. Exactly. The crowd did it. Conti- it still seems weird to me that being in a crowd would cause someone to lo- to experience less empathy. That's because you are a individualist, and so this sort of thing doesn't affect us in the same way that it does the okay. average person who does not think of themselves in as stark as in individual terms as people like us do. Um, unfortunately, people are pack animals. They do respond to these techniques. Mm-hmm. And the people in charge, they understand this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, like, and like I said, I, but I'm not sh- so certain that there are puppet masters in this particular case. Uh, in, in 2021, 2022, who are, who are using this, uh, or who are intentionally using mass formation to basically gain more power and to rule the world. Why would there not be those people? They do exist, but they are. I think they're a part of the mass formation. I think Bill Gates is part of the formation. I think he believes what he believes. Andy Ocasio-Cortez, she believes in what she preaches. I think she's, she she's, probably, a, she's a part of the problem. I think she probably does, but I don't see how Bill Gates could genuinely believe that. But people like Klaus Schwab 
And I would, I'll disagree with oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a puppet master for the sure. The World Economic Forum. He's, just a, for people he's, don't he's know. straight out of a doctor, doctor, uh, I'm sorry, doctor uh, James James Bond uh, uh, evil guy yeah. with okay. his cat on his lap even with his bald head and his accent. Horrible, horrible guy. All right, the next step when it comes to the uh, 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 the main stages of what, it cons- what is considered to be mass hypnosis. So you got submergence, basically being in the crowd and losing empathy and stuff. Contagion, a phase characterized by having individuals, individuals, ideas, and emotions greatly influenced by the dynamics of their surrounding masses. So basically, crowd think. Mm-hmm. So the crowd starts chanting, uh, F Joe Biden or whatever, and then everyone is just doing it and it just feels right and you're part of the crowd and you go with it. People uh, want to feel like they belong. Absolutely. The next, st- and that's a good point. It's it's important that you're pointing out that this pe- this affects people whether they're on the right or they're on the left. I mean, or, or their or their uh, level of education. Yeah, you it mentioned does, off it, the air Q. That's another example. You of got this. the Q. You got the you got the build the wall people. You got the let's bomb the hell out of all those brown those brown countries mm-hmm. because they don't agree with us because they're because they have they they enslave their wives or something or they don't let they don't allow their women to drive. You, you have. This is on both sides for sure. sure. I mean, it's on every side. Uh, manipulate. Just about everyone can be manipulated, and the only people, the ones most likely to be manipulated, are the ones who think they can't be manipulated in this way. The the people who know this exists, they're watching for it. But the ones who are like, I can't be manipulated like that, they're the ones who are going to get it. You know, the and people that's who the are most majority of people. The, the people who are most susceptible to hypnosis. People who think they can't be hypnotized. And the, and the people who believe in it. That hypnosis is a real thing. They're the ones most susceptible to it. Of course. Another stage is suggestion. The phase where the group have de- developed a shared unconscious which affect their decisions and feelings. Freud also suggests that being in a crowd reveals the unconsciousness given that the moral principle is displaced by the more powerful masses or a more influential group leader. The best and worst example is how many Germans blindly followed Hitler immoral and de- inhumane orders during the Holocaust and actually believed it was for the greater good. I mean, that is the most horrific example. But, you know, as soon as someone jumps straight to Nazi Germany and Hitler, they, they lose the ability to reach people because that it's just been used so many times that they, it immediately gets ruled out. I'm going there with Malone. Okay. Godwin's law. It doesn't work. It, you lose the conversation immediately when you bring up Hitler. Recently, a Belgian professor, and I definitely recommend it, anybody look up this guy on YouTube and watch some of his, his interviews. This guy is this guy is great. This is this is this is the real trailblazer of this mass formation. Uh, recently, a Belgian professor of clinical psychology at Ghent University holds a master's degree in statistics. Doctor Matthias Desmet has expressed concerns about some of the data he has been studying that might be causing the lack of empathy and segregation that we've been seeing in the Western world recently. Because of the pandemic, Dr. Matthias has identified four psychological conditions that may have resulted in crowd madness or mass formation psychosis during the pandemic. Now, these are the four steps. Number one, lack of social bond and isolation due to the COVID-19 restrictions, measures and the rise of social media where people are seemingly connected, but truly not. And it's and social isolation didn't just start happening during the pandemic or after the pandemic. No, but it's it been got go- significantly it's been, worse. It did. It did. It's, but I mean, it's been going on forever and ever. Amen. Look at the, look at the connected generation. People, yeah. kids who were born with an iPhone in their hands, mm-hmm. 
uh, their parents making them a social media or a Facebook account when they're three years old or even zero years old and just you know updating all their pictures. But they were still going to school then, still seeing friends, still socializing, playing on the playground and stuff like that. Once but the even pandemic then, hit, there were they were less likely to actually hang out in real life even before COVID. And then you have things like sports and and just after school groups and stuff that are just kind of going away. Especially when you can do all this stuff online. If you wanted, if you're a gamer, but you that's got- just it. You can't do it online. You you can do some hollow facsimile of it online, but you can't actually hang out with people online nope. on the internet. So what or do you climb do? Mount Everest, as right. we talked about last night. So the first step, social isolation. This is what we need to create mass formation. Mm-hmm. Second step, experiencing life as meaningless or senseless, losing sight of human connection, family, and divine power. We know. We're losing God people in this war, in this country, focusing on everything material that is not fulfilling and losing the true meaning of life. A Gallup poll from 2012. This sounds kind of kooky, right? Oh, what do you mean? I, I don't think that people being hopeless or despairing or nihilistic is going to make them more likely to fall for a, a totalitarian ruler. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, well, this is this is what you need because they want to. Get back to community. They right. want to get back. You take it away from them, and then you say, just do what I say, and everything's going to be fine. Correct. This leads to the community, the mass hypnotic community that can do very, very evil things if they get power. More about this coming up. 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live with Aria, Coden, and Ian, and you're invited to join us, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. Again, that number is 603-283-6160, talking about the rise of authoritarian regimes and how they exploit fear and uncertainty, essentially, in order to get themselves to the top. It's one of these charismatic people who... Central planning, all of that sort of thing. People are afraid. They want they want answers. They want solutions to their problems. And some bureaucracy comes along and says, we can solve all of your problems. We just need a little bit more power. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you but how do you get to that point? How do you how do you create the perfect specimen, the perfect individual, which they are not in the long run? They actually become a part of the pack, the part of the crowd. How do you get intelligent people to to do wacky things you make like, them like, afraid like, like put two masks on mm. or a face shield or isolate themselves in their in their own home uh for 14 days or some teacher at the at the covid test locking her child in the trunk what i because, haven't heard about because this. the kid because the tid the kid tested positive and she didn't want to get it so she locked his ass in the trunk and then of course she was arrested when they found out there was kids screaming in the back yes what causes someone <laughs> to do this a teach a teacher by the way a teacher what causes a teacher to Hysteria? lock her church? Well, we are talking about the Pure four, fear. The four uh, uh, conditions that need to be met for someone to fall victim, to actually fall into this trap. Uh, the first one was social isolation. The second one is a meaningless, senseless life. Which part one leads to part two, right? Like if you had meaning in your life and then all of a sudden 
you're locked up in your home and you can't see anyone, all of a sudden that meaning just gets sucked right out. Or, or possibly okay. or someone who's now working at home every day of their lives. They see everyone on you know via Zoom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, they're socially isolated. Yep. And what the hell am I doing every day? Doing, right. What's the point does, of this? What is this? What is this desk jockey? This is this work. This is what what am I actually uh, contributing to to history, to society, to the whole meaning of life? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who are waking up in the morning this year and last year uh, more than the previous years. who are like, what, what's the meaning? What's I don't understand any of this. Well, people have been saying that for years, but. Now they are actually acting on it, maybe. Well, look at look at the rise in suicides. Mm-hmm. Look in the rise of uh, overdoses. Look in the rise of drug use, alcohol, alcohol abuse. Uh, it's it's rampant, and I don't and we don't really you know we we only know what we know. I mean, we don't. This is not something that is uh, widely reported on uh, because it because it hurts. No, but the, we've talked it, about it here because it repeatedly. hurts. The, it hurts the narrative. Yeah, yes. but it was obvious. If you isolate a bunch of teenagers into their homes and don't allow them to have contact with friends, a lot of them are going to kill themselves. And yeah. they, they've been doing that. We talk about it all the time. And guess what? I'm not suicidal. Uh, I right. I have meaning in my life. I, I know what I, I wake up in the morning. Sometimes, you know, I go back to sleep. But sure. usually I have plans. I have things that keep me busy. Idle hands, man. I don't have them. I'm not doing the devil's work. All right. What is the third one? The third condition, free-floating anxiety. Thanks to the news and media creating and feeding fear and anxiety to the masses. Basically, okay. we're all going to die. Basically, the others are coming to kill us. Russia is Russia is working with cahoots with North Korea to send missiles to kill us all. The Earth is going to catch on there's fire. A, there's a new meteor who's coming to you know, kill us all. Yeah. And the biggest Always one, something. and the biggest one, of course, is this damn pandemic. It's no, the, the biggest one's global warming, man. No, that's on the back. That's that's on the burner right now. It's coming back. They're it, they're trying to tie it. It together. is on the back burner right now. That's pretty obvious. Like when you go, like when the banks here in Keene shut down their lobbies, there were just massive lines of cars that were just being left running for hours at a time. It definitely got put on the back burner. But the fear, the hysteria around climate change—that's been going on people's entire lives. That's how you end up with traumatized people like Greta, Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this all starts with the government um, indoctrination centers. I mean, that's where all of the a lot of this stuff, the obedience, the uh, the fear, the anxiety, all this stuff is just pumped into these kids. Well, that uh, and also these conditions, mm-hmm. isolation, uh, a senseless, meaningless life, uh, and and lots and lots of anxiety. Get on your get on your your desks, kids. With the the, nuke, the nukes are coming. <laughs> yeah. L- listen to the turtle. What was the turtle? The turtle was the cartoon he was singing about, get on your desks. and I didn't see it. I don't remember that one. But we'll play it during the break. <laughs> I never saw that one. All right. What is the fourth condition? Free-floating frustration and aggression. People feel yep. frustrated and aggressive without really knowing the cause of their annoyances and anger. Well, the cause is government. Well, that, sure. we, we know this. Know but if you don't know it, it's, it's, it's even worse if you don't know why you're so upset. You don't know why these other three conditions are, are just destroying your life. And so you're getting out. You're, you're angry. You're, at, you're, you're, you're having road rage. Yep. You're out there kicking your, your, your pets around. You're taking it out on the uh, employees at the, you know, the local restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Dr. Matthias and, suggests. Uh, by the way, people at restaurants have said customers are worse now than they've ever been in the last two years. You know what? It, it, worse. That's They're absolutely worse. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of that is the masks. When you can't see the other person's face. You this can't is, see someone smile at you. Exactly. Well, you it drives you crazy. Exactly. But that. But he, now you have another. You have a, a dehumanized yeah. person, and it's easier to take out your 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 hatred, your 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 aggressions right. on someone you don't see as human. The yeah. masks they went away though. 
I mean, especially here in New Hampshire, and that customers didn't get any better. And it came they back. They only kept getting worse. It came back. And why, why, why are, it didn't work the first time and people still want it? Well, if they were capable of thought, none of this lockdown crap would have happened in the first place. No. If they looked at the big picture, if they actually looked at deaths, uh, according to the, 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 the statistics, the computer models, which were all wrong, by the way, but even if, but if you looked at those statistics versus the economic uh, upheaval, which is what we're experiencing right now, which is going to cause so much more uh, uh, strife and and maybe not deaths in this country, but they're going to be third world countries who are going to they're going to have mass uh, 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 famine because of decisions that were made last year and this year. First world countries are going to experience that. I've, I've got an article here that we can get into later about how shoppers are just astounded by the empty the empty shelves they're seeing at Walmart and. Hmm wherever else doesn't and like, make any sense the, it makes perfect sense if you know to, to what just does, happened exa- exactly but they don't you know they they just see these empty shelves and think, well gosh darn how did this happen well that's going to lead to panic by the way it will the it government will. shut down the economy and the ripple effects of that are just now beginning to manifest uh, i heard somebody say on our chat server at chat.freetalklive.com i think it was uh jay he pointed out that he'd seen that the stack up of the the ships out of the port of Los Angeles is at a record levels. It keeps getting worse. It's it's horrific. Just he heard 150 just, just ships just sitting there. Yeah, all, but they have all, nowhere all, to go. Way, all socially distanced. It looks like people at the supermarket yeah. all out in the ocean. And this is after Joe Biden put his great solution in of going 24 seven, which was shocking that they weren't 24 seven already. But that hasn't solved the problem. Yeah. Now they don't have enough workers. Right, and there aren't enough truckers, truckers to come get it. That's the big one right there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so you have these four conditions. Dr. Matai suggests that when the above four conditions are fulfilled, if any narrative is distributed to the mass media identifying an object or an object of the anxiety and providing a strategy to deal with that object, mass formation can thrive. Since it provides the masses a sudden connection to a heroic struggle, allowing them to meet their needs and provides them with a release, giving them a new social bond and meaning that has been lacking. Right. Whether it be COVID-19 or those dirty Japs or, you know, you fill in the blank. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the big question, I go back to the big question. Is, is this is the secret cabal actually using this to their advantage or is this just something that happens naturally in nature as a way to uh, bring the community back together? Something happened where uh, there there is a there is there is pressure uh, on the on the people. It's 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 driven them apart. It's it, hard it, not it, to say it's deliberate. I mean, people it's clearly deliberate. people were ordered to remain in their homes for number numbers of weeks to flatten the curve. They were intentionally cut off from one another and fed fear twenty four seven. But the people who were locking us down, I think they're they're a part of this. They they believe they the believe in that science. Ones are the lower level ones absolutely are, but the, at the higher levels, the people who we don't know. Uh, the people that are meeting in secret, you know, in secret about this sort of thing, that there's a reason why the rollout of all this stuff has been almost identical nation to nation. And, and, all right. And why are they pulling back now? Why is why is the narrative changing? They're not pulling back. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, North, they, Northern Territory is just locked down again. Well, I'm talking about us. They already, they already in the United they States. They already changed the 10 day quarantine. To they, five. they have no choice. I, I, they, pl- they played their cards. They played their hand a little too strongly. And now people, there's some pushback. There's tremendous pushback, and people are going to actually like starve and not have hospital beds and things like that if they don't 
if they don't back up a bit. And once you have people starving, then you have to deal with the revolt. You have the, you see, they didn't take away our guns, basically, and now they have to scale. That's always back. going to be an our advantage, by the way. Blade, uh, that's right. Rifle behind every blade of grass. But you have the you have the CDC director coming out. You have Fauci. You have the governor of New York all coming out, actually talking about. Uh, uh, did they die with COVID or of COVID? They're 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 they are they're coming back on the narrative. Why are they all changing their tune right now? And you know what? The people who are locked in this mass formation, they can't stand it. They're like, oh my god, why are they coming out telling us that we can go back to go back to our lives? There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where your thoughts and opinions are welcome. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join us and weigh in with whatever's important to you. Again, the number is 603-283-6160. We get in the studio tonight. It's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And we've been talking about mass delusional psychosis, which is making the news rounds again now that uh, Robert Malone Robert Malone was on the Joe Rogan experience talking about it. And, of course, Joe Rogan is tremendously popular on the Internet. Mm-hmm. So now more people are talking about this thing. And this has caused the mainstream media to do what they do best and to... Fact check it. Mm-hmm. And you have a story here about that. So what is the mainstream? How are they going to reassure me that society hasn't lost its collective mind? Yeah, how, how can we uh, guarantee all the people who've been who've been following these silly rule, rules for the last two years? How can we make them not look stupid? This, well, of this course. Is because this is what mass formation is saying. It's saying this is something that the anti-vaxxers are using as ammunition against this other group that they don't care for. They're going to do what they always do, trot out their own experts. They, they already look stupid. I mean, they, they lined up for their shots, they wore their masks, they let society be shut down for weeks, and a lot of them still got COVID. Yep. So, so who's, it's hard for them to look stupid? more stupid than that. And well, some I'm, of them are still walking around with two masks on. Yeah, but this is this is survival uh, mechanics that uh, mechanics. This is this is this, you. This is cognitive dissonance. This is sure. this is convincing yourself that you're not that you're not insane, which you kind of are. I'm but not insane. I'm talking about double maskers. <laughs> okay. I'm talking, about, mean, I'm talking yeah. about teachers who lock their kids in the trunk. You're insane. There's something People driving wrong with around you. with a mask on alone in their car. Yeah. I love that one. I, I hate seeing that one, but at the same time, I love it for exactly the misanthropic reasons that you would expect, where I see and I'm like, what an idiot. Amazing. In their car by themselves, driving around with their mask on. Like, dude, 
Who are you worried about getting sick well, from? Well, in that case, I think a lot of that is virtue signaling. They are proving they are, it's their flag. They're fl- they're flying mm-hmm. their 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 flag and did you see and letting, and letting where... everyone in the world know this is where I am. This is where I stand. And I'm trying to just save grandma. Did you see the screenshot from an email of an email from a company saying that hey we require you to wear a mask for Zoom meetings now because it that's old it that's gives an old article anxiety to. I was just asking oh, if you oh, saw oh, it. I oh, didn't no, say I'm sorry, it was keep, you. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I did not hear this. Keep going. It, it causes anxiety in the people around you? It causes anxiety in one particular employee There's who complained about it. There's one person who has what they call unmasked face fear. Or, there's like some sort of term that they'd come yeah. up with uh, for people that are afraid of seeing, just seeing an unmasked person, even talk though about, it's on a Zoom call. Talk about delusional psychosis. Yeah, yeah it's nuts. But that's okay. They've got their experts, see? So this one expert, Robert Malone, who's you know got all these credentials, whether or not you believe he's a government plan or not, he's yeah. got all these credentials. Oh, and, and he's a vaccine guy. He is. He said he, he's vaccinated, right? He's, he's he double-vaxxed. Yeah. He didn't like this. He didn't like this. the, the results from the second shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, and by the way, he also had COVID, uh, and he's the mRNA guy. He's all about this yeah. stuff. He loves it. He is, he is the champion of this stuff, and yet they're throwing about- him under the bus. The timeline here: Did he get COVID and then get vaccinated? Yes. Which well, that's funny. Because so he, he already knew that COVID wasn't going to cause him any significant damage. He wanted to fly or something. This, it's he? always the. It's yeah, always I was going to say because it, he says in the interview that there's 140 studies that say if you get the vaccine after you've had and beat COVID, it actually it dramatically increases risks of things like myocarditis. He didn't know that at the time. He got he got the vaccines really early on. Hmm. Now he knows, and now everyone out there should know if you've had it. How could you not know if, that as a doctor? Well, maybe. How could you not know that natural immunity is way better than anything else? How could you be so because irresponsible it, that as a doctor you're out there encouraging people to get the vaccine even if they've already had COVID without having any studies whatsoever to back it up? And there, it turns out there's 140 different ones saying that's a bad idea. Ian, they've been stifling the whole a natural immunity is better than yeah, the vaccine have. since day one. Yeah. They don't want that out there, even though that's how it works. Right. Those doctors the- are being fired. Those doctors are being shut down and you know deleted from social media yep. and stuff. Many governments are allowing people to say, hey, look, I've had COVID before. Here's some, whatever proof they have that they had COVID before. And they're allowing that as their vaccine passport. Yeah, uh, oh, Not yeah, in the United States. Yeah. that's By the way, that's the way it should be. An antibody test. You can get these. It's a blood test. Mm-hmm. It proves whether you've had it or not. I'm not getting tested. Well, no, this is a different kind of test. This is a blood test. This I'm not is- giving them my blood. Not them. Go to, go to your. My mom did it. She went to her doctor. She okay. paid. For, I don't know how much she paid for this. That's I don't. I don't, I don't think her insurance covered it. Might have. And now, and she has a. She has a, a, a form that says her antibody count, and she had it. And she's thinking that that will save her from having to get the vaccine. It may or it may worth not. A try. It's worth a try. It might not get you on that cruise, but uh, or the flight. But uh, when, the, when when you can't get into the grocery store in a couple of years because you don't have the mark of the beast on your forehand or on your forehead or whatever. Uh, well, that's already happening in New York City and uh, many other cities now across the United States. Chicago, New Orleans, they just keep coming on board. But we don't have that here in uh, not New yet. Hampshire. Not yet. I don't think it's coming here. I don't man. think I it's going to come here I think either. there's enough people that are fed up here in New Hampshire. We are purple enough and we're not a we're not a red or blue state but i think there are there are enough there are enough hillbillies here in new hampshire that wouldn't have any part of it so uh reuters and ap and many others have been 
crowing about this Robert Malone and how he's a bad guy and this mass formation psychosis. It's not even a real thing. So don't pay any attention to this guy who's worked for the government and has you know, designed mRNA. And no, he's not a real expert. Listen only to our experts, which, by the way, Reuters and AP, curiously picked the exact same two people to interview. Oh, really? For their Amazing articles. how yeah. that works. Uh, here's their propaganda. Because whenever you see fact check, just go right ahead and replace that with pro-government propaganda. Can Facebook just come out and says, yeah, our fact checkers just work off of opinion pieces. We don't. They don't actually fact check anything. No, they, got, they call their favorite experts, yep. the government-provided experts. Or sources say. Uh, mass- well, there's no, really no such thing as a fact. Everything is really just an opinion. I... Mm. Uh, Unless it's science. And science even then, it's even still then, just, it's just an opinion. That's why the highest theories. tier is just a theory no, that's, and not that, that, a fact. But I, and, I, and I meant to uh, include the the people who believe that science is set, uh, settled. Uh, the religious That's the religious science. science. Correct. Yeah. So that science is, in fact, fact and cannot be questioned. Well, they think it is. According to the official narrative. According to the official narrative. Yeah. Mass formation psychosis, they put in quotes, is not an academic term recognized in the field of psychology, nor is there evidence of any such phenomenon occurring during the COVID-19 pandemic. Multiple experts in crowd psychology have told Reuters. Online searches for the phrase have spiked this month, as seen in worldwide Google trends here, after it was used in a popular podcast as the reason why people comply with public health measures. Dr. Robert Malone, previously fact-checked by Reuters here and here, <laughs> told the Joe Rogan experience that mass formation psychosis is a phenomenon that occurred in the 1920s and 30s Germany when a highly educated population, quote, went barking mad. And he says that's what happened here. According to Malone, the condition occurs when a society, quote, becomes decoupled from each other and has a free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense and their attention gets focused by a leader or series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. They literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. They will follow that person. It doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data are irrelevant. So they go on to say that people were sharing this information, and so the AP and Reuters need to step in. They say the phrase doesn't appear in the American Psychological Association's Dictionary of Psychology. Well, that's going to be true of any new phenomena that someone observes. Well, this isn't a new phenomenon. This has been studied for a long time. But crowd, the- crowd psychology. But, now, but, the, but the mass formation psychosis, I think, is newly coined. Uh, but, but crowd psychology? Freud. That's, that was his thing. Numerous psychologists have also told Reuters that a, such a condition is not officially recognized. John Drury, professor of social psychology at the University of Sussex, said, I have never heard of this concept. He wrote in an email to Reuters, while J. Van Babel... The Has he as- never been curious about how Nazi- the Nazis exploited the... German population to turn a blind eye to the Holocaust? Well, is that just something he's never been curious about? They're they're not going to dig into the actual ideas here. They're just going to they're going to blow off the term mass formational psychosis and say, well, therefore it doesn't exist. We've never heard of this term. By the way, I could prove that this has been established. This is a new, newly coined, but the Ash experiment. That's that's mass formation right there on a, on a smaller individual level. We'll talk about that coming up. Yeah, because, because I don't remember what the ash experiment was. Right. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to weigh in. We're going to talk about mass delusional psychosis, fact-checking, and the mainstream media. Do you believe them? It's Free Talk Live. Yeah! 
It's Free Talk Live, where you're invited to share your thoughts and opinions. 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian and Conan. And I'm going to tell you about Bitcoin.com because it is the best place to go to learn about something that is extremely important to me and I think important for freedom, important for the world, and that's cryptocurrency. They have All you have to do is click getting started at the top of the page. Take a few minutes out of your day to watch a few short videos that will teach you the basics of this critically important world-changing information. And if you already know about Bitcoin, you can stay up to date on all of the news and headlines that are relevant to you at news.bitcoin.com. All on a sleek, easy-to-use modern website. That's bitcoin.com. We've been talking about mass delusional psychosis or mass formation psychosis as it's appropriately called which evidently is making the rounds people are talking about it again i think we first brought it up here probably 18 months ago here on the show and we definitely we definitely talked about it back in august i remember that because i brought it to the table and uh we we're just trying to make heads or tails of what's going on because it does because uh, we're trying to understand were people, we talking about the terminology or were we talking about the ideas the idea of this entire pandemic epidemic pandemic. And why it is affecting people the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Why are people falling in lockstep? Good word there. Lockstep, which is also a Nazi term. And mm-hmm. with all of this nonsense, why two years into this, people are still following? Why whenever they, they, they're, they're backing back on the narrative? They're, they're, all right, you don't have to wear masks. Some people are doubling people are, down. People are flipping out. Look at mainstream media. Look at, mm-hmm. look at our city councilors. It's like, what do you mean we don't have to wear masks anymore? Look at when they just came out and says that uh, 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 between 50 and 70 percent of people who have died, died with COVID, not necessarily from COVID. We've been saying this for two damn years. The CDC, it's there on their own statistics. It says that only really about 10 percent of the people just died from COVID. Mm-hmm. Everyone else had at least four comorbidities. And people hear that. The mainstream media is hearing that, that this week. And they're like, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't want my freedom. I don't want it back. <laughs> Why would sane, intelligent people... Wh- 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 well, they're wh- not sane anymore. Exactly. Were they ever? Or, well... Maybe. They weren't this insane, at, at least. So this is... I and The way that I see it, this new hot topic, it's helping me understand what's going on. Um, except maybe... Uh, well, do we have a caller? Because we uh, we're going to come back to this for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, hold that thought for a minute then. We have Talk, who's on the line. Talk, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys, thank you. What's on your mind tonight? Yes, uh, okay, well, uh, just to refresh your memory, I had some experience in nursing, so all nurses think that we have a <laughs> kind of a psych. If you're in med surge, you're kind of in a, in a psychology or a psych hospital because of so many people coming in that are, that are kind of nuts. Uh, Hypochondriacs. Have, have pro- well, problems like uh, family problems and all kinds, all kinds of crazy problems, and so, and they'll they'll say, "Oh, I don't want that nurse. I want I want a black nurse, or you know, all kinds of crazy stuff." But anyway, so uh, my understanding of psychology is like, okay, you've got uh, they group it up, uh, of course, child psychology, which we studied, and uh, abnormal criminal psychology, and you've got your. Uh, uh, various branches, you know, general, you got your psychopath uh, aspects of, of who's a psychopath. And by the way, very interesting, just as a side note, this guy named Eric Metaxas did an interview with this 
this guy who's a psychopath and he's uh, uh, a reformed kind of a Christian kind of thing. You'd have to listen to this interview if you're interested in psychology. Very interesting. And it's a podcast, so it's easy to find. Eric Metaxas. Anyway, so basically what you're talking about is, is surely a real thing, although there's a, some people are more susceptible to media. And that's your that's where you need to focus is the media. Well, so, what happened I don't know if it's that more people are people are more susceptible to it. I, they're just probably more exposed to it. Like everyone here, dumb. everyone here in the studio doesn't watch television. I mean, we but don't even just sit if we there did, consuming these commercials all the time but, like these average people do. But even if we did, we are people who are by our whether it's by our nature or just by our training, we question yes. the things that we by see. Your knowledge. Which is why by you can plant knowledge. us behind a television set and we'll just roll our eyes and like, "Oh my god, I can't believe well, that just, people are falling for this." Listen to this. I read almost everything Ayn Rand wrote. So, having read Atlas Shrugged and we the Living is concerning criminal communists who shot Kira as this this guard on the border. I don't know if you read We the Living, but she finally escapes from Russia at, uh, right at, at across the border, and some Soviet guard thinks he sees something, and he shoots and kills her. And you know it, this this gal that calls in was Sarah. She needs to know. Communists are criminals. That's all they are. They're just criminals. It's another criminal. All, all governments are criminals. The yeah, communists well, aren't unique in that regard. That's right. They're the worst, and they're coming. They're coming for us. <laughs> it looks like it, but we're we're on top of it. You guys and me, we're on top of it. Well, thank you Thanks so much for, for the call tonight, Talk. I wish I felt that more people were on top of it. Um, I mean, we know the government's coming, right? That's what governments do. I definitely don't think that communist governments are... Their economic model is significantly worse, but at the end of the day, they're still just a government doing what governments have always done. Like, we can point to the to the Russian gulags, the Soviet Union's gulags and things like that, and we can recognize how horrible they are, yet the United States has the largest prison population percentage in the world. Oh, but all those people are bad. Right. In those prisons. Well, that's what they said about the people in the gulags, that's wasn't right. it? The <laughs> so, pro- but the problem with these bad governments is that they have one thing in common. All of them... Are governments supported by the people? That's right. Otherwise, they wouldn't work by the by the majority of the people. Otherwise, they wouldn't work. They'd fall overnight. Uh, But basically, and and whenever the government comes after them, let's go back to Soviet Soviet gulags. uh, Even when Stalin was going after his own communist party members, because he ran out mass formation. It's all about eating your own. You start with your enemy. You start with the other, and before you know it, you're eating your own. People. Well, he, he, even, he became wrapped up in paranoia, didn't he? Well, because the enemy's within. But right. but 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 this is the worst part about it. When he would go after his own brother, his own his own c- c- his, his, com- his own comrade, they would. Yes, two plus two equals five. Yet Orwell captured this very well. That uh, when it came after his own, the people that the 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 criminal who was being eaten by his own party admitted to creating some crime even though he didn't know what it was he, mm-hmm. i've been a loyal comrade for since day one and i don't i i, I guess i i guess i'm i guess i did something wrong they actually made themselves believe a lot of them were also tortured until yeah, they some said of them they, did it because they thought it, they would go easy on them uh, oh, uh, uh, i mean if you watch them torture someone they go 
now what are you guilty of? You might be more inclined to just make up a crime then if the alternative is to go what, through what this previous person mm, went this through. This is also true. Or, but what about turning in your own neighbor? What about, uh, you know... Uh, this this is this is something that is that, that is going this, to going to occur on uh, regularly when it comes to, to totalitarianism. This is why the dehumanization aspect is so important to them because they have to make you so afraid that you're willing to sacrifice your neighbor in order to maybe get some brownie points with the regime and make them think you're a good little loyal there citizen. There it is, brownie points. It's yep. all about the brownies. What are your thoughts on all of this? Would you turn in your neighbor if you thought it would keep you safe? Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where you're invited to share your thoughts and opinions. 603-283-6160 if you'd like to do that. Again, that not number is 603-283-6160. With you tonight is Aria, Conan, and Ian. And we're raising funds for Give Directly, which is the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people who live in extreme poverty, like don't even have access to running water levels of poverty. The families that we're helping live in Bamet and Khalifa counties in Kenya. They're the ones who are in need. And obviously, because they're the ones who need things, they're best suited to make the decisions about what they need for themselves than some distant aid organization. That's one of the things that's so great about Give Directly is that instead of relying on this aid organization thousands of miles away to determine, oh, well, maybe this family needs a new pair of boots or whatever, that family can use that money themselves to drive a range of important positive changes in their lives, like employment, nutrition, health, education. This cash allows individuals to invest in what they need instead of someone else making that decision for them. And we're matching your donations up to $30,000 at give.freetalklive.com. If you're feeling generous, head on over there to give.freetalklive.com. Now we're talking about mass formation psychosis what I would call mass delusional psychosis, because I just like that terminology better. Mm. People are being delusional here. They've created this boogeyman, just like they did with climate change. They, just didn't, like, they, didn't, they didn't create the boogeyman. The boogeyman has brought them together. It's given them a, it's given them a cause to fight. It's, it's given them a reason to bring their community back together. It's giving them... Their fear created the boogeyman, I would say then. Well, well somebody I'm, created the boogeyman and got them to be afraid of it. Well, I mean, is the question is is it is it real or not? And I'm thinking it's a real virus. I'm willing to say that it's that definitely a real it was virus. It, is, it, it, on is, it, is, it has been blown out of proportion. Yes, it's, it, the big question is whether it's whether it man whether is it man made and was it intentionally released? But it doesn't really matter. It is the object. It is something that has brought a lot of people together who were who who might have been going through difficult times. They might be weak minded, or maybe according to those conditions. They were in a state of self-isolation, and their lives are meaningless, and, and there's just anxiety. They're taking pills to cover their—they've they, they've had bipolar since they were in, you know, school, uh, you know, uh, a young person in, in kindergarten or uh, what, uh, any of these anxieties. It's, they've had all these issues, and now they have an object to focus their attention on and bring them back together, and now they have a community, and that's where it's all about. And that's why I think this is natural. That whenever a community, when a when a society starts to collapse, well, it's natural as far as crowd, you know, crowds and how they behave, how they react, how they, how, they, how they react to to a bad situation. Yeah, the, it's natural in that way, and it's 
it's not natural in that there are people who understand this and they're and taking use advantage it. of exactly. it. Exactly. And that's the that's the question. It, how is Fauci does he really know what he's about? I think that probably he does. I, I mean, mean the dude he experiments on beagles. Yeah. So I I'm pretty sure he knows exactly what he is. And the beagles weren't even the worst one. There was something about monkeys recently. But, yeah. and, and you know what all these studies had in common? It was all about focusing on how much pain uh, these animals could endure. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, that's interesting, especially when you start to get into... Uh, see, I didn't even look at what the point of the research was in regard to the beagle experiments. You know, they wanted where, to see how, they would let the maggots eat the faces off the of beagles. They wanted to see how much pain these dogs could endure. Um, they, uh, the, the monkey one, I actually just have to, happened to have that pulled up from last night. Uh, according to TimCast, actually an exclusive by TimCast, uh, they talked to the White Coat Waste Project. New photos and details obtained by the White Coat Waste Project provided to TimCast revealed the extent of the taxpayer-funded cruelty and lack of regard for the well-being of monkeys in some what they call maximum pain animal experimentation quote our new investigation has found that fauci's revolting record on taxpayer-funded animal testing is even bigger than beaglegate he's also wasted millions of tax dollars to subsidize a secretive island where primates are bred for his labs that inflict punishing pain on monkeys and ghoulishly withhold pain relief yes according to devin murphy the public communications manager at the White Coat Waste. I mean, what does Project. that have to do with vaccines and stuff? I mean, seeing how much pain Nothing. an animal it's can just, can endure. It's just a demonstration of how evil this man is. Well, his I, department I, deals with more than just vaccines, right? Yeah. It's the National Health or whatever the hell they call themselves, Institute of Health. Uh, approximately 600 monkeys are taken from Morgan Island per year and shipped to some of the federal government's most painful and cruel laboratories for animal research. As of June 30th of 2019, there were over 3,000 primates living on Morgan Island, with 77% of that population being females, according to documents provided through a Freedom of Information Act request from White Coat Waste Project. It's estimated that about 750 newborn monkeys are born on the island to await their potential use for vivisection each year. It's a vivisection. It's where they uh, cut the beast open, and I don't know if you do it while they're alive. I think you do it while they're alive. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's a vivisection is horrible, but I mean, the Nazis did do that. And I want to bring back the Nazis here, even though you always lose an argument as soon as you mention the Nazis. That notwithstanding, even the Nazis did not intentionally inflict pain upon people just to see how much pain they could endure. Even the Nazis didn't do that. There was always some other purpose of making someone obey or something, Mm -hmm. which is still absolutely evil, but it wasn't to do it just to do it. According to federal spending databases, a total of 13.5 million of a potential 27.5 million contract has been given to Charles River Laboratories to maintain the Monkey Island colony since March of 2018. Of those funds, a sizable chunk, 8.9 million, was paid by Dr. Fauci's division, the NIAID of the National Institute for Health. The monkeys themselves are actually owned by Fauci's division. According to the documents uh, obtained by White Coast Waste Project, Charles River is tasked with, quote, the year-round daily maintenance of a non-human primate breeding colony. It is anticipated the number of animals provided by the government should produce a minimum of 500 animals per year for the government's use. The paper describes the development of the deadly Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever in monkeys in graphic detail 
And photos uh, show that monkeys were infected with this virus. The horrific photos were published as a supplement to the paper, and it looks pretty gross. There's a a monkey with a bloody nose, um, a picture of the vivisection uh, going on. Yeah, I looked into it. Apparently, vivisection is the practice of performing operations on live animals. Yes, yeah. For the purpose of experimentation or scientific research. The agency used 15 rhesus and African green monkeys for the pilot study. They used a dozen macaque monkeys in the main study where they were injected with the painful virus and then killed on the seventh day of the test. So this goes on, but I think we've got the... Pure evil, essentially. You get the gist of it. And we're all forced to pay for it. Oh, yeah. Or at least our kids are, our grandkids well, they're inflating they, the currency just, in order they're just, to... They're just printing... They're just adding zeros right now. Well, that's mm-hmm. it, and we're paying for that. I mean, even if you're not paying taxes or whatever, the, the inflation, the increase in the money supply is making everyone who uses the dollar pay for that. But I'm sure the government can trot out some experts that can, you know, excuse why they're doing these things, just like they're trotting out experts here to uh, take down uh, this mass formation psychology... Or, sorry, psychosis uh, system... And uh, so back to the story here from Reuters, where they talk to their government experts, like associate professor of psychology and neural science at New York University, Jay Van Bavel, who said the term doesn't exist as a real academic concept. He says, I've been studying group identity and collective behavior for nearly two decades and just published a book on the topic, which they link to. Of course they do. And not once have I come across this term. It seems to have been made up recently. There are similar sounding concepts like mass psychogenic illness, but the scope of these is relatively narrow compared to what is being proposed here. Do you know what mass psychogenic illness is? I have never heard the term. Uh, According to the AAFP, it is... When people in a group think that they might have been exposed to something dangerous, like a germ or a toxin, they may get signs of sickness like headache, dizziness, faintness, mm. weakness, or a choking feeling. It's like group group feel. Mm. And if many of the people in the group start to feel sick at about the same time, we might think they have a mass psychogenic illness. So whether or not they actually are sick doesn't matter if enough of them believe that they're sick. Hey, how, how often do you get ill to your, to your, to your bones when you see someone vomit? Someone next to you? It's gross. It's, yeah, yeah it and, but, puke, right? but don't you feel like yeah. vomiting afterwards? I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, it's yeah, but that's because th- of the gross factor. That's not because of you know mental it's, illness. It's, no, it's mental. It's totally mental. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, where you're invited to join us, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. Again, that number, 603-283-6160, with you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian and Conan. And someone is reporting that the YouTube feeds may have stopped. I, I haven't looked into it, but I wouldn't be surprised. They regularly Not our problem. suspend us from YouTube, and that's why we stream to Odyssey. You can find our channel there at video.freetalklive.com. Because YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they are regularly kicking us off, and we're sick of dealing with them. We don't understand why people would want to watch us on these platforms that really don't want us there. I mean, we're still streaming there, sure, because it requires absolutely no effort on our part in order to do that. However, we use our stream there to direct people to our Odyssey channel, where we don't have to worry about getting censored. You can find it at video.freetalklive.com. 
So we're talking about this. At, I, I was curious about, we've been talking about fact-checking and the media and stuff like that. So I was curious whether or not the media had fact-checked this story about the ape experiments. And it turns out that the AP News, the people we can trust to absolutely, totally tell us the truth, have fact-checked this idea. Of course. About Anthony Fauci's experiments with monkeys. The claim is that Dr. Fauci's experiments include one that magnified terror in the brains of monkeys and subjected them to frightening stimulus. Now, the alarming thing here from the AP's perspective is whether or not Fauci is involved in it. Yeah, semantics. It's yeah. always that. It's always it's never that it did this happen or not. It's did did was Fauci involved or they just they'll just pick pick a little little detail and they'll attack it. Yeah, there is no dispute that this happened. The AP's assessment is that this is false. Fauci, who is the nation's top infectious disease expert and the longtime director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, was not involved in this research because this study was conducted in a different division mm-hmm. of the National Institutes of Health, not the one in which Fauci works. And now here's the problem. If, you're, if you are, like a lot of people out there with a very low attention span, did you in fact read that whole article or did you just scroll down to the bottom where it says false and you're like, all right, it didn't happen. Well, a lot of people don't even do that, man. And I, we saw this a lot. You've seen the New Matrix movie, so I want to circle back to that because you weren't here when we discussed it. You know, when the New Matrix movie came out, all I saw were people saying, hey, did you know that the, the Matrix movies are allegories or allegories? I don't remember what you said was the correct way of doing it. Oh, I remember you attacked this rightfully so, by the way. And I, we can talk about that because I'm, agree, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, it's obvious that they weren't, right? They're far more complex and nuanced movies than to just be about this one particular thing. But over and over, I had people sharing articles with me saying, oh, L- Lena w- Wachowski has come out and said that they're, they're metaphors for being trans. And... Yep. Every single one of them, if you clicked it, she said nothing of the sort. But that didn't stop people from not only, A, not even reading the article entirely, but not even clicking the link that they were using to spread their lies. Who's the Hogwarts girl? I, I, I think you can say the same thing about her. J.K. Rowling? She has been thrown off the bus by her own. By her own and uh, Well, it, she is a turf. What is that? It's a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Uh, she she exclusionary what does that mean you you don't want them in your life or something you exclude tra- uh, trans from your life essentially not from her life it's taking the right-wing position on trans people say oh it's, it's just a man wearing a dress or whatever and, you know she's perfectly allowed to have that opinion i i would disagree with it being a yeah. trans person but she's allowed to have that opinion but i'm not going to you know give her money as long as she's doing that. I thought that Lana did come out and she explained the subway scene as her as the moment. That's that was her breakout moment or something when she wakes up and she does the backflip and the and right out of the subway and then she pushes her enemy into it. I, I thought there was something I thought there was something but you know what? Everything I saw was her saying, you know, I don't even know how much being trans affected the plot or the directing. Well, here's of what I movie. know B- being an artist, I have been around too many artists uh, who have have worked on on pieces, whether it be music and or physical art and or you know graphic art or any 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 of, any of the above, that didn't know they didn't have a clue what it meant to them, and right. then and then later on, even years later, asking questions of this person, say, like, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? And they are be making things up on the fly, and then it finally the light bulb goes off, and they finally embrace 
this meaningful uh, uh, purpose that this art really didn't have from the get-go. I've seen too many damn art students make it up on the fly and or evolve themselves, grow as people, and years later, the piece means something different to them. The Matrix, many, many different groups, red pillars. If you're a red pillar... I don't care what type, whether it be a, the the men's movement and or you're an antifa or you're a red pillar is like li, like most libertarians are. I think it means a lot to many different people. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's, and the and the, I mean the, the woke it, left would describe themselves as the red pillars. The they, woke, they wouldn't use that terminology, but they call themselves the woke left, the yeah. ones who woke up. That's taking the red pill. The woke left coming out just in recent times coming up uh, talking about how we need to take the matrix back. They took our red pill and they and they and they <laughs> turned it into this alt-right nonsense. We need to take the pill back. That's 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 how they see this. And it's like cuz can't, can't we all have the red pill? You guys <laughs> over there ideal. You guys over there can have your blue pill or green pill or whatever, whatever color, but can we just have our can we all share the fuck that damn red pill? So so I I I don't I don't doubt that subconsciously the movie was a coming out moment for her. But I don't believe that when she, when they when she and Lana and and uh, I don't Lily Lily when they when they first came out with it, I don't believe I do believe that Switch was in fact uh, a, what a ma- uh, a man who went into the matrix and, and was which was intended pr- pr- to be a trans as a female for sure and the that f- could have ac- absolutely been a result of you know issues they were dealing with I'm, i think it was I, I thought it was wonderful i don't i don't know why what 1999 was was we, we weren't ready for that uh, well that was when the silence well, of the night silence of the lambs and the buffalo bill was what the average person thought of as a trans person i so. mean half of my damn everquest buddies were playing females i mean it was <laughs> it was an, it's normal so this is 1999 you matrix. normal in 1999 though me? Yeah, you're not normal now. I was, in the, mi- I was in the military. I had a, I had a, you know, sh- a shaved head, and I was, you know, all rough and tough with, you know, shining my boots and hanging out with tough, rough and tough military dudes, and they were playing girls on EverQuest. <laughs> <laughs> it was normal. Well, let's get back into this, but we do have a caller on the line, Sydney. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah. Hey, if the reason you guys are taken off of YouTube is because you're being censored, I can totally understand why. This has been a great show. No, we weren't no, taken off. It of YouTube. turned out to be a camera issue, I believe. Okay, good. All right, that's good to hear. At but least. they will but, take us uh, off at some point. That's a guarantee. Pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up the testing earlier in the show. Uh, Conan, who's who's Conan, has done a great job of this show, like just bringing all these points forward. It's really good. You guys have him on, and he mentioned that in some countries, uh, you, a vaccine passport, you can get tested, like either a PCR test or an antibody test, and then you're like you, you're you're allowed to travel, for example. And uh, I want to bring up that with testing, um, if it's not at home testing, you're sending your blood somewhere. And uh, Aria said, like, I don't want to give them my blood. And I think that's a really good point because you are sending your blood somewhere. And you, I, I don't, because of the third-party doctrine, I don't think you have any privacy rights when it comes to what they do with that sample. Well, I'm being um, somewhat facetious when I say that. I, I get a blood test every three months just for STIs, and I don't mind them drawing my blood in order to run those tests. Right? But when it comes to examining my blood for COVID-19, that's a little bit different to me. Yeah. Well, websites like 23andMe and all different DNA-style websites where people send in their sample, they want to find out who they're related to. The FBI ends up mining that information for 
for one reason or another. Um, oh, we knew that we're like, going to. All those companies, as far as I'm, uh, I'm aware, they've all been bought up by Chinese companies. The China exactly, China yeah. has our, has our DNA. Probably one in out of every three Americans has sent their DNA to the to China, where they where we kind of know that they mess around with viruses and stuff. So I mean, how how easy would it be for them if they wanted to wipe out a certain? Uh, they would probably if they class wanted, of human. They would probably exactly, develop yeah, a exactly. disease that tends to target fat cells, given how fat America is. Mm. And as it turns out, that's yeah. largely. What COVID nineteen targets? Obese people. Yeah, yeah, and a certain group true. of people may have set up these testing companies all over the world. I mean, it's a certain you need a certain equipment. You have logistics involved, and they could be just uh, gobbling up all of this data. D- DNA and, mining. Uh, like They're DNA mining us. Yeah, they absolutely are. Thank you so much for the call tonight, Sydney. That's one of the reasons I never did one of these ancestry tests. It doesn't matter to me what my ancestry is. I would prefer the government not to have my DNA and to be able to run all of that, but. They, they have my DNA now because they took if, it from me when they arrested me last year. If you year. haven't done the DNA <laughs> test yet and you're thinking about it, please watch the South Park DNA test to see how woke you are. Well, 23andMe has been caught feeding information directly to the FBI or some, some governmental organization working directly with them. 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. But South Park, they, they are always a good source of info. It's Free Talk Live. <laughs> It's Free Talk Live, where your calls and thoughts are welcome. You can weigh in on whatever is important to you, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. Again, that's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's you. And Cody. And we've been talking about mass formation psychosis and the mainstream media assuring us that this is definitely a thing that someone some person who may not even be an expert just made up out of the blue and this isn't listed in any of their textbooks or any of their that is one that's one narrative the other one is it's an alt-right new buzzword is it yes we haven't gotten to that that, point that's where they've gone with it even though the alt-right is just as susceptible as any other that's what they don't get and this is what i was way back when we first started this i said i had problems with dr malone being on Rogan, bringing this to the forefront because he immediately went Godwin's Law. He talked just a little bit about what you need to do to get into this hypnosis, and then he compared it to Hitler. Like immediately. This is and, mm-hmm. and, and the article that I read did the same exact thing. Why? Well, if you want because an example, because there are so many, there are so many other examples that the witch hunts that were all going mm-hmm. all over the all over the world are all mm-hmm. happening at the same time. You have uh, the the forties, forties uh, and, and uh, Stalin, and you had Hitler, and you had Mao. All these guys are doing the exact same thing, and these people were were complying. They were conforming. Why? There are lots of examples of how mass formation works. Build the wall. Q QAnon. You have people who believe in just nutty nutty things. Oh yeah, and there's groups of them. It's not just like one person. Yeah, it's, like they, it's like they get they make groups, they make clicks, and it brings them together, and it and it's it makes them happy. And then the media goes to these so-called experts, which of course you know the Malone's a so-called expert, but oh no, we can't listen to what he has to say. It's only the media selected ones that matter. And I've been li- digging in here because there was a, a quote that we hadn't gotten to yet by the associate professor of psychology. This is from Reuters.com, so-called fact check. J. Van Bavel, who said 
he agrees with another guy saying, oh, this doesn't exist as a real academic concept. So they just blow it off. But further, he says, it seems to have been made up recently. There are similar sounding concepts like mass psychogenic illness, but the scope of these is relatively narrow compared to what's being proposed here. They then spoke with Stephen Riker, professor of social psychology at the University of St. Andrews, who's studied crowd psychology for more than 40 years. He described the concept of a mass psychosis as, quote, more metaphor than science, more ideology than fact. He says it arises out of mass society theories and crowd psychology theories, which developed in the 19th century and which reflected a fear of the masses. The claim was that people in the mass lose their sense of identity. This goes back to something Mm -hmm. that you were talking about in the first hour, Conan. But they do, and they also become more stupid. And their ability to reason, they regress to an inferior mental state where they are manipulable by unscrupulous leaders, right? So he's kind of summing up what we were talking about. He says, it has been totally discredited by contemporary work on groups and crowds, and just <laughs> leaves it there, and just leaves it there. So, I, of course, I found myself asking, okay, how? How is it discredited? Because it rings true for, good question. for us here on the show. So I did a little looking and like, all right, it's not easy to find discredited theories, but I did manage to find a story, another fact check, uh, or no, sorry, this isn't a fact check, but it's by the same kind of people who would publish a fact check, The Atlantic, uh, which has been all about fear mongering for oh, yeah. uh, you know the last two years when it comes to... Uh, the COVID thing, but this was actually written in 2016, so several years okay. ago. It's an article all about Trump and the crowds. Oh, good point, because that's what they've been saying about Trumpers. They're all hip. They're all hip, hypnotized by this by this uh, this 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 uh, talking face, this no talking one, orange man. No one was more hypnotized and crazy than the left as a response to Donald Trump winning Trump the election. Syndrome. Yeah, 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 that was a real thing. It's, it's still a thing. It's still a real thing. They're still obsessed with him. Uh, so going through this article, what do I find? Just by total chance, the exact same, uh, psychologist, the exact same (laughs) Stephen Riker, the professor of social psychology for the university of St. Andrews was also interviewed this story. Now this story is all about a French psychologist named Le Bon, who I guess came up with uh, the psychology of crowds. He wrote the book on it. Uh, apparently called The Psychology of Crowds, best-selling yep. book. And so so I wanted to find out, all right, where do they take this guy down? What what right. are they going to say here to to go after uh, LeBon? And I pulled it up here. So, quote, or this is from the middle of the article, the consequences of this contagion are catastrophic, as LeBon described. It's something like a French remake of World War Z. If not quite the Walking Dead, the infected individuals in LeBon's schema are reduced to to beasts. Quote, by, mere, by the mere fact that he forms a part of an organized crowd, LeBon warned, a man descends several rungs in the ladder of civilization. Isolated, he may be a cult- cultivated individual. In a crowd, he is a barbarian. That is, a creature acting by instinct. And uh, so it says, uh, unlike the freelancing zombies in the movies, though, this particular creature requires a leader, a charismatic figure who, adept at modern public relations, seeks primitive ends to win power for the sake of power, or more prosaically, to maintain an elite of winners over the mass of losers. And uh, it seems about right. Yep. And let's see where I... I miss my spot. I mean, here. it seems obvious to us because we ah. know that these totalitarian leaders like Stalin and, you know, obviously Hitler and any of these others, they rose to power by using exactly these methods and they got people to, long, to go along with these 
horrible crimes using exactly these methods of manipulation and control. Yeah, but still, I don't think that's... I don't think it's a leader with these bad intentions. The, the, mo, all of these leaders think they're doing God's work. They think they're doing. They, the, do. they think they're doing good. Yeah. But it's not. But it's not them. It wasn't. I don't. I say it all the time. I don't have. I'm not concerned with Hitler. I am concerned and wary and almost and sometimes almost fearful of the people who would go with him would support Hitler. Well, Hitler sure, but, isn't, it's just the same thing with government. They are nothing without the people supporting right. you. Uh, all right, so I found well, the Goebel, takedown. Or, or whatever Goebbels, his name was. He, the propaganda he, minister. Yeah, he knew what he was doing, right? And he, I exploited, sure did. he exploited people on purpose he, but, but, and manipulated no, people on purpose yes. for but he, but, Hitler's but he goals. Believed, he believed in what he was doing was for, for the betterment of society, for a betterment that of men. That doesn't make me feel any... That, that's, that's, that just makes it that. worse. That they're willing to kill people because they think it's going to make society better. That doesn't make it. There's no but there. It's like I'm fully aware that, you know, th- there's a lot of people out there who think you just have to crack some eggs to make an omelet. And that's true when it comes to eggs and omelets. But what they're talking about here is killing human beings in order to make what they think is the best society. No, you, that's where you got it wrong. They're not human beings. They're the other. Not to those people. When you're in mass not. formation and when you are trying to rebuild your community and bring it all back together, the other has to go. You have to eliminate the other. And, right. there, and there's Well, and, see, the other are the ones that are preventing them from rebuilding the community. Exactly. Right? There's a reason why. Why did this all happen? Why was I so isolated? Why was my life meaningless before? Darn... And now I have this new community. I have this new life. And now we have to take care of the enemy. Well, right. If it weren't for those anti-vaxxers, then we'd be able to get out of lockdown or we'd be able to get out and you know have our lives back again. And so, yeah, that's what they're doing. So, okay, I found the takedown part because I'd lost it. Here it is. Here's the rub, says the Atlantic. The crowd is in part a mythical creature. As contemporary sociologists like Stephen Riker, professor of psychology at the University of St. Andrews, argue, the crowd is less a feature of the modern political landscape than a creature of Le Bon's private nightscape. Rather than surrendering their identity or losing themselves in the crowd, as Le Bon argued, individuals who join the group instead embrace a collective identity. That's What's the what, difference? That's losing your identity in the crowd. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, but they They're say, just calling it something else. The collective identity, they say, is usually hedged by limits and informed by rules. No, it's not. No, that's no, how it, gets, it gets worse. That's how we had the angry people attack the jail and lynch like three black dudes in the there was early pl- 20th century. Plenty of laws saying you can't you yeah. can't just kill some other dude. And yet when you get a mob together, they went ahead and did it kangaroo court style. In and his, that's not the only example we have of something like that happening. This is, that's insane. Yeah. But this this is the guy they talked to in the so-called fact check. Uh, this is his work, right? Like he's the one who believes yeah, in the collective yeah. identity instead of losing your individuality. And by the way, when he says there's no science that really supports any of this, in recent memory, you've got the Milgram experiment, you've got the Ash experiment, sure. you've got the Stanford Prison experiment. Absolutely. All these mostly all uh, mostly revolving around human beings conforming to authority and or wanting to just be a part of the be a part of the team or just doing something because they believe that this person seems to be an expert they told me what to do yeah doing horrific things because they want to be a part of the team this, and or an authority figure told them to do it yeah this guy's just defending the crowd 603-283-6160 it's free talk live It's 
Mornings, Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us, 603-283-6160. If you'd like to weigh in with your thoughts and opinions, at 603-283-6160. With you tonight is Aria, Conan, and Ian, and we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business or organization raise money using their own token. Well, Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide. And for the first time, it's available on an exchange. You can find it at xmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com, where you can sign up with just an email address, allowing you to keep your privacy intact. You can find out more about Intercoin by heading on over to intercoin.org. That's I-N-T-E-R coin.org. And there you can find some links. They're also available. Their investor token, that's ITR, is also available on Uniswap. You can find all the links there on their website. That's intercoin.org, I-N-T-E-R coin.org. We're talking about Mass delusional psychosis here, and what's amazing about what the the fact checker that Ian just found is that not only are they linking, they they appear to just have this one guy saying that mass delusional psychosis has been debunked, and no, they have more than one. But the one guy that says specifically that it's debunked is the guy who's been trying to debunk him by essentially rephrasing it. Yeah, he said exactly what people who. Uh, say that mass delusional psychosis exists they individuals lose their sense of identity and they become part of this collective group that's exactly what this guy said in his quote debunking of mass delusional psychosis yeah he said just to recap uh he's correcting in his mind what a french psychologist who wrote the book on the psychology of crowds named le bon uh the guy who's now trying to take him down is Stephen Riker of the University of St. Andrews, who said that instead of what LeBon argued, that individuals who join a group em- embrace, uh, or sorry, lose themselves in the crowd and surrender their identity, he says, so the new guy, the, young, the guy who's still alive, Stephen Riker, says that, uh, no, that instead they embrace a collective identity, <laughs> one hedged by limits and informed by rules. So they're not losing they're not, their They're not identity. losing. That's negative. Right. They are embracing. They're gaining the collective. They're becoming, they're becoming a the, part. They're becoming better. They're becoming more. They're joining the collective. Tricky, so this guy really wording. is just a, just a shill trying to convince us that mass delusional psychosis is a good thing. He's probably on this payroll. He's probably getting a check. Well, he, he wrote a book so he, where he evidently at length described mass delusional psychosis, but insisted that it's a good thing. Correct. And he goes on. Uh, he says that uh, in his work on riots... I guess this is, the, this is the Atlantic, but they, of course, agree with him. Uh, in his work on the riots in 18th century England, historian E.P. Thompson revealed how these so-called mobs were, in fact, governed by what he called a moral economy. Similar, his landmark work on crowds in the French Revolution, the historic, uh, historian George Rude showed how the, quote, mob, unquote, that took the Bastille was not bestial and base, but instead shaped by the actions of literate artisans. So he's saying here, that the article is saying here that this is okay. It's okay to surrender your individual identity, to join no, the no, collective. No, it's, not, it's not okay to surrender. It's, it's okay to embrace, to actually... Okay, whatever. But you have to surrender your individuality in well, order that, to, yes, to, but to join the collective. Yeah, yeah, we, we know that's what's actually happening, yeah. but no, but if you step up and take it, then it's okay. But if you actually, if, if it's taken away from you, that's when it's 
Yeah. And as long as a literate artisan, yes. one of the people who... One of the elites. Elite, and they know, and they're wise, as long as they're the ones who are setting the rules for the mob, then it's totally fine, and it's not uh, mass formation psychosis. When that's exactly what... Uh, <laughs> what's, what's his name? Uh, the dude we're talking about here. Um, the M- Malone. Malone has been saying. Well... He, M- M- Malone is is repeating what uh, the new coin term mass formation that uh, uh, really is kind of new. I think that psychologist, this expert, mm-hmm. is is correct that yes, uh, crowd psychology is not new. Lebon is not new. No, that's century uh, old. But the but the but this new term mass formation, which is really mass hypnosis. I think that's what's blowing these people are, are, are blowing them away. The idea that Fauci can get up there and he can hypnotize one third of the population, which, well, is, the which is which is really the numbers. Fauci and, didn't. The media did it for him. Sure. I think no, no. The media is complicit. The media is part of it. I know. The media is doing it that, themselves. They are telling themselves their that's own what lies. I said. The media be- did it for him. They believe their own lies. Well, they climb all over themselves to put him on their their media. So like, sure. Yeah, they're, they're actually kind of backing down on him, and I think they're they're backing down on the new CDC director too, especially when they're coming out saying that uh, you know when they're backing back when they're talking about how you don't need to quarantine for ten days for five days will work. They're asking sick nurses who have tested positive for COVID nineteen to go ahead and come back to work, even if they're symptomatic. Yeah, but uh, because but, but, they've realized that but, oh, but, we actually have to have a staff, and if we don't have a staff, people are going to die. And if people start dying because we fired twenty percent of our workforce, they're going to start putting bricks through our windows. If they're not already, yes, exactly. But they have to wear their masks, by the way. They can come back to work. They don't have to get tested. They don't have to take the vaccine, but you well, got to wear Well, because, you know, they're positive. So why would they have to get tested? Well, they're not positive. They're a- asymptomatic. So they're, you know. No, I've got stories from today from the Drudge Report. Oh, oh there's, a, there's a don't ask, don't tell policy. A lot no, of they're not even doing that. They say, hey, we know you tested positive, but you're a nurse. We need you back on the job. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Get back here. Mm. They're not saying that. Well, there, I know that there are some departments out there that are, they have a don't ask, don't tell, I don't care, just come into work. Are you sick? I don't care. Come into work. Hmm. And, yeah. I mean, cause, well, I know because, that's because everyone's staying home. That's what happened when I had COVID last year. That's, it was like, don't tell the other employees. The, the district manager knew. The manager knew. Yeah. The owners knew. We, I knew. But we, it was like, this whole room I wasn't knew. that sick. We, so. all came, we all came in and did, did the show that night. Well, because I none of us were sick. Well, because I think the captain got pretty sick. Mark got sick. I was tired for a day, but we were otherwise just fine. Yeah. So why would we not do the show? So we're, you mean so you mean you, healthy? So you mean last year when we were living, we were just living our lives the way we've always. And now what you're saying is the rest of the world is actually starting to come to grips with this, and they're like, yeah, what's just kind of. Treat this like the flu, like we've, I don't think like coming, we've always treated it. I, I don't think they're coming to grips with it. I think reality is just beginning to sink in, and they realize that you know it, they can't afford to not have their employees come in. You know the 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 supermarket shelves are empty, and it doesn't matter at this point. They can be dying in the streets of an actual deadly pandemic, and they're like, "Look, man, we we need you here, or more people are going to die." Now, have you been seeing supermarket shelves empty I around not. here? I have not either. I've, I've not noticed to the extent that these places are talking about. Some of my favorites, Aldi's one of my favorites. Sometimes I'll just like a whole a whole section is just not there, like crackers or something, or or milk, not milk, but uh, half and half. Or Aldi cr- is the only place that I've seen it actually where they're the freezers, the chest freezers, the giant chest freezers that empty. they have there. There's at least last time I went, which was I don't know Friday or something like that. Two of them were empty. Huh? Yeah, they were full the other day. Mm-mm. 
I also don't do a whole lot of grocery shopping, though. So well, one of them's been broken now, for a while. So I, I, I guess this is if hey, if you live out there in the world, in the great big world, and you notice that stores are completely empty, there's you know you get these pictures, these memes of just empty shelves. Is this for real? Is this legit? I do know it's not here in Keene, but I do know that prices have gone up. Oh yeah, dude. on meat. Milk is a dollar more than it was uh, six months ago. And that's subsidized. Eggs is up. I mean, everything is up considerably. It ain't going down. But I haven't seen empty shelves yet. I haven't either, but again, I well, I have seen empty shelves in cat food. Wet cat food is so hard to you find are for correct. some reason. You are correct about that for some reason. Paper towels and toilet paper are constantly weak on the shelves at, uh, at Walmart, but not totally empty. Do you have any idea why this is the case other than the government shutdown? 603-283-6160. Where you're invited to weigh in, 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. Again, that number, 603-283-6160. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And we got to talking about the economy and how store shelves are empty. I got an article here about that, so I want to get into it because I, I did bring it in. I didn't think we'd get into it because there's really not a whole lot to say about it. Uh, we mentioned cat food, paper towels, toilet papers. For, for whatever reason, toilet paper, once the pandemic, quote, unofficially started or officially started, mm-hmm. toilet paper just vanished. And from what I can tell, it never went back to normal. I don't- No, and something else that's happened uh, that I've noticed is that both paper towels and toilet paper, at least at the Keen Walmart, you cannot get a 24 or 12-pack, or sorry, not 12, depending on what you're talking about, so 24-pack of uh, toilet paper or a 12-pack of paper towels, they do not they're not available. It's because they're not. They're not six. even. They're not even stocking them. Or nope, they're not there. I, I mean, maybe there's a spot for them, and they're just not filling them. That that product I have not seen in months. You know. Now. You know. You know. I figured this out because I was actually this way back when, two years ago, one and a half years ago, I was actually running out of toilet paper. Okay. Because it was n- none available. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem: if you go in the store at eleven thirty at night <laughs> or 10, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, there's nothing available. Or either you go in really late at night when they're just stocking up and, and beat them to it, or you go there first thing in the morning, which is my problem. So if you actually, the early worm, you know you know, you know that, that saying? Early bird gets the word yeah. worm. They, they stock this stuff, but it, but you got crazy people go in there snatch and, and snatch it up immediately. But I don't think they exist anymore, Conan. I think that they're, they're only making the packaging to where it's smaller and on you per- don't get as purpose, many probably. rolls. Right, because you remember when they put in the restrictions that said only one per customer? Did they remember do that, that about toilet paper and paper towels? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, Lord. at Walmart, there used to be a sign-up that said you can only get one per customer. It, also, it was also true in the soap aisle. You could only get one, you know, yep. soap and container. Even, even Aldi had that. It's like only, only two cans of something. Only mm-hmm. two bags of beans. Only two product of no. the same type. Man, let let eBay sort it out. That's, that's, what, that's what eBay's for. That's gone away now. Okay. So you can buy more than one of it. But if it comes back, now you can only get one of what is essentially half the size of what you were able to get one of before. So instead of being well, see, able to get Well, that's okay 20... because I have experience buying paper towel, and I know that one double roll equals four mega rolls. <laughs> and so I'm still getting an amount of paper towels that is immune to calculus. <laughs> 
So, so you think they they have intentionally downsized things like toilet paper? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. To, I mean, because because here oh, here I am. I'm buying three three packs of toilet paper, but they only have four in each one. So I mean, and they make more money that way too because you know if you buy in bulk, you generally think you're going to save something. Yeah. Well, now you can't even buy in bulk. You can no, you cannot get a pack. At least at this Walmart, maybe it's true yeah. somewhere else. Maybe you know maybe Bounty's still making the 24 packs of of uh, toilet paper somewhere, but around here you can't find more than 12 rolls of toilet paper or 16 at the most. And you cannot get more than uh, than like six rolls of uh, paper towels. I'm looking at some because here, here, but here's the question: We're trying to figure out why cat food wet. Wet meat, cat food. Yeah, because I'm available. really curious. There, there's still plenty of dry food, from what I can tell. I just don't. My my cats don't eat that very well. I'm reading some bullets here. Someone's trying to figure it out themselves, and one of them is I didn't even think about. More people adopted cats and animals in general mm. during the pandemic. That's true. Yeah, but they're not on a dog food. Well, not yet. Uh, but there's plenty of dry food, right? How many? I think more people probably feed their 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 dogs dry dog food than they do. That's wet, probably true. Wet mm-hmm. meat because. I think they can handle it better. Well, it's a dog, right? It's a dog, and yeah, the do- and dogs eat their own vomit. Whereas, <laughs> whereas, if you, whereas if your cat vomits, cats don't do that. Your cat, no, okay. no, not really. I've, I, never, I've seen... never seen a cat eating vomit. Mm. And to clarify, that's why I started giving my cats wet food is because one of the things I've always known my entire life is that cats vomit. That's just what they do. They yeah. occasionally vomit, and they're but... more prone to do it if they're eating half of their half of their meal is corn, which. You know, it's not. It's well, not, it's not, it's not even a cat that. thing. Or, I, and or, I had never or thought about it. or whatever. Yeah, but, and I had never thought about it until my vet was like, "Well, do you vomit regularly? Do you vomit once a week?" I was like, "No, of course not." So, right, stop feeding your cats this food, and it's because they don't chew it; they just swallow the whole pieces, yeah. and then they vomit it up. Well, cats do vomit hairballs often, and I guess, I, I, and it's, sure, in, in my cat situation, she vomits like once a week. And there's always a there's always a hairball in there, but but there's also some food which is just gnarly. Yeah, there's and, not much you can do about hairballs with cats. I mean, their tongue is designed to cause hairballs. Yeah. But so, yeah, I've so, never so, seen a cat eat their own vomit. But I, I tell you, Mike, when it does happen, it doesn't happen often anymore. My dog, she loves it. <laughs> and other things it, it's too. Like getting to eat all over again. And, and yeah. other things. There's a reason why dogs evolve the way that they do. Camp followers. This is the reason why th- there are rules. Whenever it hits the fan and you're out there, you know, don't taking care of yourself or you know, fighting off zombies or whatnot. Rule number one: Don't eat your dog. There are lots of reasons. There's a whole list of reasons why you'd want to keep your dog around. One of the reasons because they're great camp followers. They clean up after you and they keep the camp clean. Also, they're that's good, a good point. Also, they're good alarm clocks. And also, when you when you think about like meat ratio, it really doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. You'd be better off just you know. Well, if it got to the point where it was so desperate that I was actually considering that, I would just go ahead and starve because you know I love my dog and I wouldn't do that. Have you ever you know? starved? Yeah, starved it either. I mean, well, maybe I'd kill myself then in that case. You know, whatever. I'm just not going to eat my best friend. That's just not an option I don't on the think table. You, I, I tend to agree with you on that one. Like, I if think, it's that bad, that means you cannot get food from anywhere else. And you know what's going to happen, though? You're going to die of starvation. You're going to be a husk, an old skeleton. And, gonna eat and your dog's going to eat you. Yeah, that's right. If he that's did, fine, but you're already dead at that point. The dog <laughs> didn't kill you to eat you. Yeah, that's right. You just died, and the dog was like, I'm not going to let a free meal go to <laughs> right. waste. Like, it's just going to clean up the mess you left. That's how it works. That's how yeah. that's how the that's how the, the 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 circle of life works. The last gift that I gave to my dog. <laughs> yeah, don't eat your dog. So, did you find out anything about why cat food is missing, other than that people were adopting just, cats? Just, the big one is the supply chain. It's that, that's it's what I'm up. expecting. Yeah, but why are there's I go to Aldi. 
there's plenty of every kind of meat, every pork, chicken, uh, beef. All that's full to the brim. But then, you, but then you go realized... down. But then you go down the, the cat food aisle, and there's no wet cat food, which is meat parts. And I just realized the reason why people are eating more McDonald's than ever. All of those meat products had to go somewhere, and, and instead of oh, going into the cat yeah, food, they're oh. going into the McNuggets mm. and the burgers and, and whatever and, else. And let's not forget, you also have the the virgining the 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 uh, the, the growing uh, fake meat uh, empire. Um, Sure, but people are still eating their McNuggets and their Big Macs or whatever. They're more yeah, than ever, and that's what that's what they put in the cat food, the parts. Yeah, and they put it in your chicken McNugget, the parts, the snouts and the beaks. Yeah, and in your egg McMuffin. Well, the egg McMuffin's probably mostly not that, but yeah. And I'm not. I was being you know joking a bit when I said yeah. that, but that probably does have something to do with it because yeah, the, those McNuggets they. They are. It's not as much chicken as you would like to think. It, it, the basically most of the but chicken gets turned into so good. a goop. Tastes so good. And, and that <laughs> what's the what's the other one? The, the, the McRib. Who knows what the hell that is? That's probably been soy for the last just pure one hundred percent soy for the last twenty years. I will admit, McRibs are guilty pleasures for me. When, when I that's the one thing I will go to McDonald's for. Just oh, because wow. I, I know it's terrible for me. I know it's there's no nothing resembling it's a just, rib it's anywhere just near it. Sugar on bread, mm. sugar sugar between more sugar. But man, they are good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I got those in jail. I uh, really? I've had a jail version of it. Yeah. I have to say, I don't think I have been in a fast food restaurant in probably about six or seven years. Wow. We just about can't go in them now. So I don't know. Yeah, I would do the drive-through, but even if I, but even then, I wouldn't want to because I hate lines, and there's it always seems to be a line at Burger King or wherever. Well, there's DoorDash now, so you don't even have to deal with the line. They can pick I'm it not, up and bring it right but, to you. But don't you have to tip those people? <laughs> they will charge you big time. I don't tip. Yeah, you don't have to tip them, <laughs> but they will leave your order sitting there if yeah. you don't because they will, they're contractors. They won't ever and, work for you again, and they can pick and choose. Yeah. But, I mean, I saw this when I visited my sister last month. That DoorDash is insanely popular. So McDonald's, Burger King, all of these places that have put themselves on DoorDash, they're making enormous amounts of money. Is it? What do you think? Do they have, like, a policy, a mandate vaccine policy or anything like that? Or do they have to wear masks? Yes. Yeah. How would, so I'm, I'm always thinking do. about things to do if I get fired from my job. And DoorDash sounds like a neat idea. Well, you could always just throw on a mask and... I mean, a lot of the people who are caring about masks... I haven't worn a mask in two years. They I'm want gonna... contactless delivery anyway, so just leave it at their door. Right. What you should do is compete with DoorDash. Those people make a ton of money. There you go. That's an idea. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live with Aria, Conan, and Ian, and I want to say thank you to Timothy Connard, who is tonight's amplifier. That means that Timothy is a member of the AMPS program. You can find that at amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Timothy is a platinum-level amplifier, which means $25 per month. Of course, we don't ask that. All it takes to join the AMPS program is $5 per month, so if you like the show, you want to show your support... The AMPS program is the best way to do that. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Timothy, thank you so much for you know, taking part in the program and helping to support the show. She's called several times tonight. We've been trying to get her on, but we keep having discussions that are you know, involved, and we don't want to get away from those. We have Sarah calling from New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. 
Oh yes, I I just um I just don't get into your conversations too much, so I call back later. But I want to talk about. Do you remember Putina, that redhead? She got caught for spying. Putina? I do not remember. Putina. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, say, say that one more time slowly. Who? Putina. Putina was a Russian spy. She was. Oh, the red, the red, the, the redhead, Putina. the redhead cutie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putina. She was sleeping she was with everybody. 28. Well, I mean, the thing about it is that. Well, she was, uh, I mean, she, she had a strategy. She was trying to get information. Uh, he, this guy had a, a top U.S. government clearance or something. He had some secrets that she wanted. So the the whole, po- whole point is that she never went to jail. You know, they made a deal. Uh, I think they gave a couple of our spies held in Russia in exchange for one one Putina. Well, according to, so, uh, if you're talking about Maria Butina, who was the Russian alleged spy, she was actually sentenced to jail. She went to prison uh, in this case after a federal judge sentenced her to 18 months in prison after she pleaded guilty to felony charges of conspiracy to act as an unregistered foreign agent of the Russian state served more than five months in Tallahassee Federal Correctional Institution and then uh, was also in pretrial confinement for about nine months and ultimately was deported back to Russia. So you are incorrect, Sarah. She was put in prison, but not for technically being a spy. Well, uh, okay, but um, but didn't they make a deal? The reason the reason she got let off easy was that she got a couple of yeah, all guys a plea deal. up there. Yeah, but I mean, the government didn't make a deal with her. And as I understand it, the U.S. government has a history of not trading spies. I'm not 100% sure, though, because I don't really care when governments do that kind of crap. The U.S. is spying on Russia. Russia is spying on the U.S. Occasionally, they bust one of the spies. It's it's an interesting headline occasionally, but it's just, yeah, it's governments being governments. Sarah, what are the stores like there in Albuquerque? Are you seeing a lot of empty shelves? I do not. I do not really know. Do you go shopping? I, not really. That I. I don't do you really eat? notice it. Well, well, I don't really. Richard goes shopping most of the time. Okay. I don't uh, really go. Okay. I don't notice it. Gotcha. But the whole point is that you know what? They've always been. There has been U.S. spies held captive over there after the collapse of the the European the Eastern Wall. That's I have an I'm idea about you. how the U.S. government can keep that from happening. Stop sending spies to Russia. and That would do it. And that would solve that problem. So why was Putin spying here? I mean, the guy that she was screwing was saying that she's trying to ask me information that I'm not allowed to give. That's why he turned her in. So then that goes to tell... That, okay, that the Russia government that, spying doesn't mean it's okay for the U.S. government to do it. I mean, in that so case, shame on the... Are they, are they um, so-called, uh, like, uh, don't want to join the NATO, as they claim? The, hey, they, Russia? They've been doing this. Right. NATO, That's NATO all... was formed directly to counter Russia and the Soviet Union. Right, that's correct. So that's that's my whole point is that it's a it's a front. I mean, it's just obviously it's not there. They haven't turned capitalist. All of this, where we have a bunch of spies over there, we have spies over here for ten, fifteen years. I mean, they caught a spy like fifteen years ago that he was in the military and he yeah, I mean, people, came here when he was nine. Yeah, people spy. Uh, 
I don't know what else to say about it. Thank you for the call tonight, Sarah. It's not surprising to me that governments don't trust one another and don't trust their own people. That's just governments being governments. That's what they do. But it does sound like this woman took a plea deal. Is this the same Sarah that that the road work crosswalk Sarah? Oh, yes. That's Pedestrian her. Sarah. She's yes. Back. Pedestrian That's- Sarah. She's got a new bent. She's on a new. She's, she's got on a, more t- more topics now than ever before. Uh, pedestrians her calls are, are still ever. So who's she listening to? Is telling Russia is like not capitalist enough for, her and that they're they're just sending their spies over here to ruin our well, she's to, a ruin our lives. She's a communist. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I, said, I knew she was a socialist. So no, wait, wait, she's wait, wait, like a valid like, like she's a card a carrying. Yeah, like she's been to meetings. So what's her problem with Russia then? Are they not, they're communist, not communist enough? enough. Really? Well, it's unclear. Uh, because she seems to think that a truly communist government hasn't actually happened yet. Well, she, that's she, the she, common communist belief is that it's not been done right. She probably right. likes how China did their how, handled our American spies. I think what, what last year, like fifteen of them got gunned down all in one one afternoon. Hmm. All, that, all American spies took them out just like that. That is that's definitely how, that's how communists do it. That is definitely the communist approach. Uh, but yeah, that's Sarah. She doesn't talk about pedestrians as much. She she still does every once in a while. But it's, it's people smoking near her vicinity is a much bigger issue to her. Oh, th- th- there's a whole thing of her and um, another caller from New Mexico named Richard. Yeah. Turns Whom out she they lives actually, with. Yeah. Th- they actually know each other. It's. It's been an interesting few months that she really? started. Really, I haven't heard back from her now. in like a year. No, it was about two years that she'd been gone. I think so. She's back. Yeah, we assumed it was because we went off to Forkfest, so we weren't taking live calls for like a two-week period or a ten-day period. I don't know how long Forkfest mm-hmm. was then, and that you know no one was answering her phone, so she stopped calling. Turns out she was homeless for a period of time or something like that because she hasn't worked since she was eighteen, six, seventeen. Yeah, yeah like, like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years <sighs> old. So she's. Never had a productive job or anything like that. So, of course, she loves well, I, communism. I, I knew that, yes. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Yeah, good hearing from you, Sarah. N- nice that you're talking about other things. Well, she's not the only I st- one. I still don't understand you, but uh, it's it's much fresher material. It's she, good to know she's alive. She's not the only one not working. According to a story at CNBC, the shortages that people are seeing on store shelves, they're, they're blaming COVID. They're saying that employees are calling out sick uh, they are in large numbers, according to a girl that works at a Safeway in the San Francisco area. She says, Hold on, I don't think that's fair. Two years into a pandemic where you've been telling people to isolate and quarantine for 14 days if they have COVID, I don't think you're allowed to say they're calling in sick. Te- when, teachers when, are doing it. When they have COVID 19. No, they're doing what they were told to do for the last two years. Calling in sick. Is something one does when one is vomiting, but as a response to a pandemic, because you have this deadly, deadly disease, no, you're no, not no. calling in sick. You tested you're, positive. You're taking care of society. You're, you you're, took, you're keeping grandma safe. You you're not calling in sick. Took that that free COVID test. By the way, everyone in New Hampshire got one free COVID test, and I've been delivering them for the last three weeks. So you got that's why that's why you have a spike. By the way. Hey, out there in the world, there's a reason why this week and, the, and, the, and a little bit of last week, you've had these spiking numbers because every damn person got a free COVID test. I didn't. I didn't and they've been calling one. in. The teachers have been calling in because of the COVID test. This, and that's, that's the crux of this, dude. This really drives me crazy because it's all about the testing. 
The only reason this narrative is able to survive the way that it has for two years is because of the of the rampant testing. Yeah, if, they certainly don't have deaths to point out. If you didn't have the news media and if you didn't have these stupid tests, would you even know there was a pandemic taking no place? No way. No way. You just know somebody Absolutely who got sick. no way. You, you know, went, no, 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 no. You knew someone who knew someone that got yeah. sick. That's what drives me crazy. That and asymptomatic uh, carriers. It took two years, that, but I finally that knew somebody who, who actually got sick and died. Finally. But he was really obese. Which is the problem. Yeah. Vitamin D deficiency, obesity, well. and other comorbidities. Yeah. He was old, older in his 60s and obese. That's the case for me as well. The only yeah. person I know who died while having COVID-19 was morbidly obese and diabetic and just old, something 60 years old probably. I don't know exactly how old, just not very well taken yeah. care of. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, 40% of Americans are obese. 40%. 40%? I don't know what it, I don't know the percentage of morbidly the obese. The number of kids who are now fat has like doubled. Yeah, in isn't the last it like 70% years. at this point or something? I don't know, but it's it's worse than it ever was and it was already bad. Well, the good news is shelves are empty and they may be losing some weight pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what hel- happened in, uh, in Hello uh, Venezuela. Yeah, Venezuela, they've been losing weight year after year cuz they're just not eating enough calories. This article says it's like a Soviet store during 1981. And wow. obviously, it's not quite that bad because you can still see apples and stuff there. But there, yeah. there, there are huge portions of the store here that are empty. Yikes. We're out of time for tonight, but you can chat with us in the meantime. Until the global supply chain disrupts so badly that there's no more any internet, you can find that at chat.freetalklive.com. Our decentralized server where you can say whatever you want, chat.freetalklive.com.